this story starts out with an event that is all too common in a lot of families, a fight or dispute over the inheritance. How many families have had a very serious wound, a very serious um, alienation occur over the settlement of a family estate or an inheritance? And sometimes those things last for years and years and years or one feels shortchanged, or one feels that they should have come out better than the other, and upset with the one who had the responsibility and the power to make decisions as to what went where, or even how was decided, who got what. You know, that is a very, very common, common thing. Um, and so no wonder there's a story about that in the Gospel today. I could tell you many stories that I've heard over the years, and I'm sure many of you here could tell me a story, either that it affected you or in your family or some family that you know. That's a very powerful thing. But the Lord doesn't get into the middle of it. He basically says, your focus is wrong. Avoid greed in all its forms. I remember once hearing a priest give a sermon saying, there's enough in this world to satisfy the needs of every human person, but not enough in this world to satisfy the greed of a single person. Because greed really has no limit to it. Greed is always concerned with what one doesn't have, than ever even valuing what they do have. I've always wondered when people are billionaires, it's like, how much can you possibly spend? What can you possibly do with that? What, what use is it if you no longer really have anything, any need that's being addressed in it? I was really puzzled one, one parish. There was a man, he was 95. He was in the hospital on his deathbed and he died that evening. But that afternoon he was signing a purchase of a 500-acre farm. I thought, you know... I think you might be starting to think about more important things at this hour of your death, but why would you purchase a farm? What good is that going to do you in eternity? Any at all? I never made any sense out of that, but that's what he lived his life for, amassing as much farmland as he could, and now he had a chance to get 500 more acres, but he died that night. I mean. And it wasn't that it wasn't expected. We, everyone knew he was dying, but he's still signing a deed to purchase 500 more acres. I just, it just kind of blew my mind. The, um, what Jesus is looking at here is maybe the question all of us should ask is like, what really is enough? Do we ever get to the point to say, really, I have everything I need? I really have enough? What am I supposed to do with all that when I really have no need for it? Um, if there's a need for it, fine. But this man in the gospel did not have a great need. His barns were already full. His barns were filled. And he, what does he say? Well, I'm going to tear down those barns and I'm going to build larger barns. It's like, what good is that going to do him? 
Um, if he has to tear down the ones he already has, he had to spend a lot of money just to store more stuff, more grain or whatever it was he was storing in his barns. Um, and what good was that going to do him? Whereas he already had barns that were full, why could he not have said, you know, there's somebody over there that doesn't have anything to eat? Or there's a family there that I know that has really had a hard year. Or maybe their, their, their land didn't produce a very good crop. Maybe I can assist them at this time. How many things could he have done to really assist those around him who were in need instead of just in a way, well, what can I do more for myself? And he mistakenly told himself, well, I have plenty of years ahead to do whatever I want to do. And um, who did he think determined how many years he had left to do what he wanted to do? He thought he was in charge of that. He was in control of his life. He was in control of his future. And Jesus said, and it said, God said to him, this night, I demand your very soul. <laughs> oh, guess who gets the last word? <laughs> That's who gets the last word. And what good, what is going to him? And Jesus said, and to whom will all this go? You know, who is it going to go to? What is going to happen to it? It's not going to do you any good. I'm pretty sure I told you that joke about the man who was convinced that he was going to take all of his possessions to heaven. And he told his wife, I'm going to store it up in the attic, and when I go, I'm taking it with me. But two weeks after I die, you can go up to the attic and check to see if there's anything there. If it is, then you can have it. So after he died, she waited two weeks, went upstairs. Sure enough, it was all there. And she said, I should have told the fool he should have put it in the basement. <laughs> anyway, you got the point. <laughs> okay. The, um, another little story. An American who was visiting a famous rabbi over in Europe and visiting the rabbi, he was kind of Im Im stunned that the rabbi had very few possessions in his, his living space. Just a couple of items, a table, a chair, and some books. And he said, you know, I'm surprised. Where is your furniture? And the rabbi said, well, where is your furniture? He said, oh, I'm only passing through. And the rabbi said, even though I've lived here all my life, I'm only passing through. All of us are passing through. All of us are temporary guests in this world. Nothing belongs to us. We have the use of whatever it is we have the use of, but it does not belong to us. We cannot take it with us. Um, it then becomes used by someone else. So Jesus says, use the goods of the, this earth to store up treasure in heaven. And so I ask you maybe to ponder this week, in what way have you used anything that you have been given or that you've earned or that you've received, anything that you have that you have actually used to store up treasure in heaven? 
Because when you pass from this life, what's the question? Are you going to lose everything that is of value to you? Or are you going to receive the treasure for which you have been waiting? The kingdom, the love of God. Which is it going to be? Are you going to be angry at God because he has taken from you everything that was important? Or are you going to say, Lord, I've been waiting for you. Thank you so much. It is so great to see you. Where's your treasure? Where's your heart? God bless.